0: Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 65 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing all about why your body feels so tight, if it's your muscles or fascia and why that matters, and what collagen has to do with it. Now, I don't know about you, but I still remember the first time I tried to touch my toes in a yoga class and it was terrible. (laughs) I had all the right clothes, you know, had my yoga pants, my yoga headband. I was just starting my yoga teacher training and still I felt that super painful stretch all the way from the back of my legs up to the back of my skull. And when we're kids, you never think about being able to touch your toes or not being able to touch your toes, right? It's just something you do. You just move your body with ease. But as we get older, stretching can be super uncomfortable. And for some of you, it might even be painful. So you avoid it. You start to worry that your body is falling apart prematurely. But what if the key to not feeling so stinking tight wasn't just more stretching? Like what is it that kids have figured out that as adults we lose? And you know that I'm totally not in the camp of as you get older, you need to slow down. So why is it that we start to feel more stiff as we get older? And really our goal today is to answer the question, why do I feel so tight? Because when you know better, you can do better for your body. And I'm not going to beat around the bush. The reason you feel so tight right now is because your nervous system is blocking you from moving. And that might be something totally contrary to what you've always thought and believed, right? You may have always thought that, no, your hamstrings are short, so they need to be. Stretched more. And it's true, there are structural changes that happen to your muscles, but they don't live in a vacuum. All of your muscles are surrounded by connective tissue called fascia. And fascia is that body wide web that gives your body its structure and its shape. Without it, your skin would be in a pile at your ankles, like droopy, droopy shorts. I'm sorry, that's a terrible visual. Uh, But fascia forms the matrix that blood vessels use for their scaffolding that your nerves travel through. Um, It's the scaffolding that allows cells to communicate to one another. It's where hydration is stored. It stores different types of cells like fat cells in your superficial fascia. So, fascia is everywhere. And that's not to say that your muscles aren't actually changing length, because there are some cases where they do. One case is adaptive shortening. And this is what happens when your muscle actually decreases the number of contractile proteins called sarcomeres that are in the muscle itself. It's like your muscle goes from a size five to a four. It's actually getting shorter. And this doesn't happen overnight, but it also doesn't take a lifetime for these adaptations to occur. So if you always hold your body in one way all the time, that could be contributing to the tension that you feel in your body. And it might be more than just the muscle or your nervous system or the fascia feeling tension. It may be that the muscle has actually shortened somewhat. And you could restore, you know, quote unquote, normal resting length to any tissue, um, but it takes time and consistency. Now there's also the flip side to this. You can have what's called stretch weakness or have a tissue be locked long. And when I say tissue, I mean the muscle and the fascia together because you can't separate one from the other unless you have a scalpel and you're in the lab. Now when your body starts to add contractile proteins, when this muscle or tissue is chronically overstretched, that's when we get stretch weakness or locked long. And so the muscles are exhausted or the specific muscle in this scenario. Uh, But thankfully, your body is super smart, right? So it adds extra length, right, in contractile proteins. So there's more proteins there. Um, Your fascia also starts to bulk up to give this muscle strength. And the thing about fascia is that it does this by becoming more fibrous, by becoming more tough, by being more inflexible, and so, yeah, the muscle now is gonna have more structure, and the likelihood of you overstretching and injuring yourself is lower. But the muscle isn't its normal, pliable, stretchy self, it is different. And this all comes down to your body's desire to always respond and adapt. It's always trying to be the most efficient with the least amount of energy expenditure because your brain takes a lot of energy. So the way your body feels right now in this moment is a direct result of the sum total of all of the ways that you've been moving. And your body gets stuck in the positions that you are in most often. So what does that look like for you? Is it sitting all the time? I know I have been sitting way more than usual, um, even while getting all of my steps in, because there's not really a lot else to do right now. Um, Maybe that looks like crossing your legs the same way every single time. I was watching Legally Blonde this weekend, and I noticed that every time Elle sat on her blanket or sat on the floor, she always had her legs off to the same side. And yes, these are the kinds of things that I notice while watching movies and people. What would it feel like to know exactly what to do to take care of your body? To know that every exercise was actually helping you get stronger instead of being a total waste of time. And imagine not being afraid of pain because you know exactly how to maintain your body and how to take care of any type of soreness, tension, or pain. Movement Mavens is one of the most comprehensive step-by-step programs that'll actually teach you body maintenance and movement mastery so you can continue to build sustainable strength and get rid of pain no matter what comes up. Our community is filled with movement-minded women who are committed to taking back control of their body and their health. With customized wellness plans, a growing video library, and monthly coaching, you'll know what to do so that you can keep running faster, hit PRs, recover more effectively, and feel amazing every day. I'm opening up the doors soon for a limited time, but if you're on the waitlist, you'll be the first to know. So grab your spot on the waitlist and learn more about movement mavens at aewellness.com mavens. That's aewellness.com slash M-A-V-E-N-S. But another way of getting stuck in the same position is always using your dominant hand. And you might think, but yeah, it's my dominant hand. That's what it's for, right? And yeah, that's true to a degree. Uh, But getting used to using your other hand allows you to have more balance from side to side. Now, this is for a number of reasons. When I wore contacts before uh, Claudia talked me out of it. And if you're like, what are you talking about? Go back a couple episodes when I talked to Claudia about eyesight and you'll get all the info on that. But I used to practice putting my contacts in with both hands. So sometimes my right hand, sometimes my left hand, because you never know, like what if you have a cut on your finger or you break your hand or arm and you can't use that hand to put in contacts, but it's the only hand you can put your contacts in. So this is about preparing for the future. You never know what will happen. Another example of this is from Instagram. I shared I was having some wrist pain in planks and an easy switch I made to start building strength is starting to pour from my water pitcher with my right hand instead of my left. So I I encourage you to start to pay attention to how you're moving about your day and how you are using your body in your environment. And if you use your body the same way every single time, can you start to switch it up? Maybe it's how you even wear your purse on your body or your bag. I like to do crossbody bags rather than just over the shoulder so that it can distribute the weight a little bit more evenly. But even with that, it's really easy to put them over the same shoulder every single time. So I got in the habit of switching pretty regularly. And some of these imbalances or doing the same thing on the same side every time are avoidable and changeable, right? Like how you cross your legs, how you sit on the floor. I hope you're sitting on the floor, Uh, different things like that. But then there also are all of these movements that are not changeable like getting in and out of your car is never going to change. It's always going to be on the same side of the car. You're always going to start your car with the same hand, unless I suppose you move to Ireland, right? And then you'll be on a different side of the vehicle. Although those of you in Ireland might say, no, no, we're on the regular side of the vehicle. But here's the thing, your body continually generates collagen, each and every day, moment by moment. And it's a process that, you know, your body builds up collagen and it's breaking down collagen based on how you're moving every single moment of every single day. And collagen is one of the most abundant proteins that is found in connective tissue. That's your fascia. It helps to separate structures. It helps to bind them together. And where your body decides to put collagen depends on demand. So use it or lose it is totally true. And I've said that here a bajillion times and I'll say it again. So your fascia keeps laying down collagen and it's your movement that helps it to stay pliable and hydrated. When you don't move, that collagen buildup or overgrowth, however you want to think of it, starts to take over and you feel stiff. Now, uh, Gil Headley has a YouTube video and I'll link to it in the show notes called The Fuzz Speech, and he's sort of talking of this collagen overgrowth that happens in transitional fashion it's a really great introduction to fascia. So I'll definitely link that in the show notes. And the way he describes it is if you were to, you know, you go to sleep and you wake up the next morning and you move your body and you're able to kind of warm up through that stiffness rather quickly because you only have one night of fuzz, right? But let's say you hurt your shoulder and you stop moving your shoulder. And so instead of one night's fuzz to have to move through, now you have two nights or two weeks or two months. And Now it's much harder to move because that collagen has actually started to really change the shape and structure of the fascia and the muscle, right? Remember we talked about in that locked long scenario, the collagen and fascia get dense and fibrous and tough. And the same thing happens anywhere in your body if you are not moving quite so much. So do you feel tight because the muscle actually needs to stretch and lengthen? Or is it that the fascia is just really stiff and dehydrated from not enough movement? It could be both. And what about if you have an injury? That's another cause of tension. There's another opportunity for collagen overgrowth and that cross-linking to start happening. And your body is just doing it to create more stability. It's not a bad thing. It's just it is what it is. So, the tension and the stiffness through the fascia happens from um, overuse, right? Overstretch can happen then. It can happen from underuse and not moving. It can happen from misuse, right? If it, a muscle or tissue is having to bear more weight or do more work than it was designed to do, it can start to get stiff. Um, and then, of course, injury is always a huge reason. And that might not be that some injury happened right now. It might have been a couple years ago. And if you haven't been deliberately and consistently working on mobility for that injured area, use it or lose it. You're not using it. So your body has no reason to start to improve range of motion because you're not pushing the envelope. And so really, that's the goal. And that's the fix is to move your body to uncover your compensations and start to improve them by using mobilizations and activations. So we've talked here before, you know, stretching alone isn't enough because it doesn't help to retrain your brain how to move more efficiently in these new ranges of motion that you're able to do. And the same goes for this, whether it's your hamstrings or your neck, if we're just stretching and not addressing why the tissue is getting tight in the first place, whether it's overuse or underuse or misuse, if it's that collagen overgrowth, or it's just your body and fascia and collagen are just trying to create stability because your muscles aren't smart enough, so to speak, to be able to do it for themselves. And so having a clear body maintenance plan, instead of just trying a bunch of random stuff, is going to help you get that consistency to make the biggest difference. So thinking back to the first yoga class, I took and trying to touch my toes. I mean, even I'm like having a visceral reaction of re-feeling that all over again. I can touch my toes no problem now. And it's not only because my fascia has changed state and it is healthier and more hydrated and more fluid, but also that my brain and nervous system now trust that I can get in and out of these positions more safely. And that's, I think, the biggest overlooked piece when it comes to flexibility is the brain and the nervous system's role within it. And so just stretching doesn't fix it because we're not retraining your brain. And so strength building, but done in a very mindful and smart way. So learning how to do things like squat in good form, learning how to do the hip hinge in pristine form. These are the things that are going to load your body as it was built and help to strengthen where you need strength and help to maintain flexibility where you need flexibility. All of that is to say, everybody has a different amount of flexibility inherent to them. There are some of us who are hyper-flexible and almost too flexible and not always in Cirque du Soleil. Like I definitely have no business joining the circus. I have no interest joining the circus, but I have hyper-flexibility in my joints and they can bend further than other people's. Side note, being double jointed isn't really a thing. You're just hyper flexible. Okay. And then there are other people who have just normal ranges of flexibility, including within their joints. My dad, for example, his knees just completely go to straight. That's it. That's all he has. Whereas for me and my hyper flexible joints, I can move my knees almost past, you know, zero degrees of being totally straight and beyond. And not because my knees are special, it's just they have that joint laxity. So take that into consideration as well, right? There's never one size fits all when it comes to your body and how it feels, but having a clear body maintenance plan that is going to help you, you know, move smarter and get stronger and maintain and improve flexibility without being worried about injury is what's going to make the biggest difference. And there isn't one move or tool that will rule them all. I know that Instagram ads want us to think something different, but there's not. The key really is to just continually explore, to become your own body detective so that you know what feels good in your body and what feels better and when things don't feel great so that you can go in and tinker. You know, when you do the work for yourself, you don't have to depend on others to help you keep up with your body and keep you moving well without pain. Now, all of this is to say, pain-free movement is always the key. And so just blowing past your signals and red flags from your body that something hurts isn't going to help to improve your flexibility. It definitely has to be in a progressive way that is very deliberate and safe for your physical body, but also for your nervous system, right? Remember, if your brain doesn't trust that you can get in and out of any position, any movement safely your brain's never going to let you go there. And so that's where starting from your center, core strength also becomes so super, super important because if you don't have the strength there, nothing else is going to happen. And this is exactly what we work on inside Movement Mavens. And so truly, 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 if you are ready to get stronger and you're ready to maintain your body and you are tired of being stuck in that injury cycle, then I really would love to invite you to join us inside Movement Mavens. And when you join before June 2nd, 2020, you'll get your first week free. So head on over to aewellness.com slash mavens to get all the details and sign up. So let me know how stretching is going for you and where you're getting stuck with stretching. Or if you just really enjoyed today's episode, um, send me a DM or tag me on Instagram. I'm at halafamala. I would love to know what you think. And as always, you can call the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. And before I go, as always, I want to remind you that show notes, fun links, very fun links. I promise a free downloads, of body nerds group, and everything you've ever wanted to know lives over at aewellness.com podcast. And thank you for taking the time to listen today. I really, really appreciate it. And I hope that you got some fun movement in as you listened, or at least you have something planned for later. And if you enjoy this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button, maybe share it with your person, your uh, fellow stretching buddy who also hates stretching, um, or just share it with someone who needs to hear it today. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, stretching smarter, and getting super nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week.